0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.
1: We're the Dunedin Youth Council and we're here, in your ear, to have a conversation, educate and stay up to date with all things youth. You can listen to us every Monday at 4pm at or.org.nz under the Youth Zone tab. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms at Dunedin Youth Council to stay connected, stay informed and stay up to date with all things youth.
2: Sure, and welcome back to our second episode for the Dunedin Youth Council podcast for 2022. Um, today, I'm going to be hosting for the second time this year, along with Sam, and it's his first episode today. Um, so Sam, do you want to introduce yourself, just who you are, and what you like to do?
1: Hi everyone, my name is Sam. I'm one of the hosts for the Dunedin Youth Council podcast and I will be with, I'll be hosting with Tallulah this term. Um, I'm year 13 this year, I go to Otago Boys and yeah, I'm just really excited to be a part of this.
2: I know, thank you. I'm actually really looking forward to hosting this year. Um, So for this episode, it's time to introduce our very first guest for the year, the one and only Ryan Kenton. Um, today we hope to hear a little bit about his life and the love of music, and just have a great conversation with some of Dunedin's talented youth.
0: Well, thank you. <laughs> My life, I don't think is that interesting, but hey, you know, thank you for that. I appreciate that. So, Brian,
1: um, we've known each other for twelve years now. But do you want to give your do you want to give yourself a short introduction to those listening at the moment?
0: Uh, Yeah, sure. So uh, my name's Ryan. I am year 13 at Otago Boys High, just like Sam. I play the drums in a band around town called Neil's Beach. Um, I am uh, the creative director at uh, Strawberry Jam Records, which is a wee record label, which uh, me and some other friends from around town have started up to try and help promote uh, youth music and youth talent around Dunedin because... Dunedin, originally back in the 80s, 90s and 2000s, had uh, a really awesome music scene, a really awesome youth music scene. But, you know, over the over the past few years, that's been on the decline. And um, Dunedin used to be recognized all around the country as a, uh, you know, a really talented musical city. And I think a lot of that's been lost, which is a shame because there are some really cool, you know, artists out there at the moment that are doing some really awesome stuff so we created strawberry jam records with the goal of being able to help promote and help push some of the awesome art that's coming out at the moment around the country around Dunedin and sort of bring that recognition back to to Dunedin for what I think it should be known for and that's just being a really uh, talented city a city that's full of a whole bunch of different you know cultures and talents and um and different ideas so that's sort of my whole get up that's my whole just um yeah it's a short way introduction for you
1: yeah i think that's really cool and i think it's also really cool that us as youth counselors are able to use our platform to like shed light on young creatives within the city and like spread the word about like how much like power and how much creativity runs through the youth you know and runs through our community and our peers
0: yeah, yeah, of course, 100%. I mean, right now, there is some incredible stuff coming out from every walk of life in Dunedin. You know, we've got stuff coming out of Logan Park uh, with Shrimp who've put out some singles recently, um, Alien and Ible, and they're awesome. And, you know, you've got other other bands like Bliss Point who have put out different stuff. Um, and even then, other musicians and other bands that haven't released anything yet, um, like, say, Paper Frogs or... Uh, and it was beach or ivy you know there's there's a whole bunch of different talent from all over the city that's that's incredible so i think it's great that the youth council have been putting a lot of time and effort into um uh promoting youth music around town i know i think it's so cool
2: um i remember last year we went to the youth Arts Festival, the Ohai and it was so amazing seeing
0: all the yeah. bands perform. There's so much, just talent. yeah, no, yeah, we were we were lucky enough to be involved in that. Um, we yeah. we helped put forward all of the all of the artists for that one, all the musical artists, sorry, because there was there was a whole bunch of different um aspects to that. There was uh like the static art uh section, the photography area. Uh, um, and then the, the gigs, which were held over over three nights. And there were some really, really awesome bands and some really awesome opportunities to be able to play too. Um, I was fortunate enough to be able to play at Dive. Um, and that's just an incredible venue with some awesome Dunedin history. You know, that <laughs> the cook and Dive has been around for such a long time. And to be able to put a whole new generation of artists in there and give them that experience to be able to perform in, in such a historical venue, I think is awesome. So, uh, it was, it was, it was an awesome experience. Uh, Um, and it was great to see how, uh, involved everyone got, especially the community, you know, because we were sort of a bit worried leading up to it that we were going to put all this time and effort into, into an awesome arts festival and that it just, it wouldn't get out enough and that, um, people just wouldn't come. But I mean, the first gig that we announced, the first gig that we put up tickets were gone in 24 hours. Uh, the second gig that we put up, uh, gone in I think twelve hours. less than that. Yeah. yeah, I think that one. I think that one went out in. Sorry, the first one went out in about six hours. The second one went out in about four. Um, and then the other, the Acoustic Night, which we had, uh, sold out in about twenty-four hours as well. So it was awesome to see um, that many people interested to to come and watch what people are doing. You know, I think it's awesome. It's incredible. Know, yeah, um,
2: considering like that considering all going
0: COVID. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we would we did that at uh, level level two or three. Level level yeah. two. So we had to had to be really careful around who we could bring in because obviously there were numbers on, you know, uh, what we could do inside venues around you know social distancing. Um, so even then though we oh, how many how many tickets did we sell for a Dive? It was. I believe it was 70, 70 tickets, yeah. which were gone in six hours. Um, and then, uh, the Kaikarai rugby club was the same, I believe. And the acoustic night, which was around at the women's pioneer hall, uh, that was, I believe a 20 person capacity, but yeah, the it fact that, yeah, for it. yeah. Uh, the fact that we had that many people show up and had a crowd that was really, really responsive was awesome because, you know, when you're up there on a stage performing, um, having that response from from the audience is a really important part of, of why we get out there and why we do it. Um, and a lot of the time, um, I find it's a New Zealand thing, especially. Uh, you can be playing a gig and people sort of just sit down and cross their arms and sort of go, go on, do your thing. Um, and, and not that many people want to get up and dance and move around and, you know, clap. And, you know, most people just sort of do the polite thing at the end of a song yeah. and clap. But I mean, I remember when we played the dive gig, especially from the second half of our set onwards, I'd be drumming and we'd go into a, a breakdown or or a guitar solo or a, or a drum fill part. And I remember hearing like whistles from the audience and, Uh, and cheers and I remember being on my drum kit and looking to the right hand side of the stage sort of off to the side a little bit and seeing all the other bands that had played previously that night and uh, Jesse who is the lead singer of Ivy I remember seeing him and all those guys just jumping up and down at the side of the stage and looking looking and seeing that is is an incredible feeling knowing that people you know really enjoy what you're doing and they're responding to that. You know, it's a, it's, music's a very human, human thing, you know, having that connection from your art to someone else's. Um, I was talking to a friend the other day and they said that art's transactional, you know, like you do something, yeah. and you have, to have someone else to, to, to pick that up. And they have their own experience with that. And that becomes their um, sort of their experience through what you're yeah, doing. I, so that, I, that's such a great way
1: to put it. Cause I think, yeah, um, yeah like art, has so many nuances and so many, like, it's personal and the way that you interpret it and the way that you perceive it is very personal. Mm, mm. And I think that's, I think that's like a, like an amazing way to put it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I was sort of a bit taken back to be honest. It's not exactly what he said. He said it way better than I just did, but um, oh, sorry, my bad. They said it better than I did. Um, But Yeah, no, it was an awesome experience, you know, and and that kind of feeling is awesome because it's not something that happens all the time. And especially having that at uh, level two where we weren't able to have people stand up and move around and come up the front and be able to dance. That was that was people sitting down in their, their boots and socially distanced and having that yeah. response from a static audience, I think is awesome. I think it was definitely very motivational uh, to continue on and to do something like that again in the future. Um, and, I mean, seeing that response from the people, seeing the turnout, seeing how much people enjoyed it, I think was was definitely very very rewarding, not just for us organisers, but uh, for the artists that played over the course of the nights, um, and and I think for everyone involved. And I mean, I still talk to people now that you know went to one or two of those gigs, and I think it was a it was a pretty special moment last year for all of us. Um, there was a lot of time that was put in uh, uh, from everyone at the DYC. And I, you know, that opportunity I think was awesome. So it's great to see that there is that support for, for local artists and local musicians around town. Um, and I think seeing that support sort of realized and people actually showing up, I think is a very special thing too.
1: Mm. Um, I uh, like hearing your passion for music and hearing how, like you've explained what you've experienced, how did you get into music and how did that whole passion start?
0: Uh, okay uh there's there's a couple of different sort of key moments in and sort of in my life that have has led me to uh where i am now the first being in 2015 i believe it was and uh fleetwood mac came to town um and this is a year before going into belmique and intermediate and i remember i wanted to play an instrument but I had absolutely no clue what I wanted to do. And so we w- we go to Fleetwood Mac and this is right at the end of year six. So pretty much right about to go into Bell Mac and Fleetwood Mac towards the end of their set played a song called world turning, which was from their 75 album. I think just their white album Fleetwood Mac and halfway through the song, it breaks down into a 10 minute Mick Fleetwood drum solo. And then right at the end of the drum solo, it clips back into the end of the song. And it was incredible. And I remember standing there with my jaw to the floor going, holy hell, that is incredible. And that is what I want to do. I want to be up on a stage behind a fat drum kit and just show off. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, that was the start of, that was the start of my drumming, to be completely honest. Um, and I remember my mum always saying that she'd wanted to learn how to play the drums. And I think that was also another inspiration behind me, wanting to actually pick up the sticks in the first place. Um, when it comes to my passion for listening to music, uh, my, my dad has, <laughs> it's kind of novel, but the world's largest boombox collection. Uh, so back in the 80s, like big ghetto blasters, big boomboxes. Uh, he has, I think, 400-odd, 500-odd boomboxes And, you know, being a kid and driving into the garage and there just being floor to ceiling shells of boom boxes all around the all around the garage. uh, You're really born into that environment of sound and noise and music. And my dad was a 80s, 70s kid through and through. So growing up around electronic music like OMD or, you know, Tainted Love by Soft Cell, um, a lot of those tracks uh, were my childhood, especially on the iPod Classic whenever we would go for a car ride. Um, I think definitely my biggest click into music um, would have been listening to Dark Side of the Moon. And I don't remember the date. It's either the 15th of October or the 18th of October in 2017. Um, we went up to my dad's partner's place and I'd seen posters for Roger Waters coming to town. And I knew a couple of Pink Floyd tracks um, Shine on You Crazy Diamond money you know just a couple and and asked me if i'd ever listened to dark side of the moon from start to finish and i was like no so we sat down on beanbags in the dark by the fireplace and just cranked the album from start to finish and my mind just exploded like the holistic experience of listening to that whole album from start to finish like the songs transition in and out of each other perfectly the raw emotion of not only the instruments but the lyrics um great gig in the sky uh claire tory who's on vocals um doesn't sing it's just sort of vocal noise And it's incredible. It's such an experience. And, you know, listening to that from start to finish, that whole experience of life and death and war and greed and money um, and choice and the lack of choice um, was incredible. And just the instrumentation too is fantastic that, you know, that when they reach a point in their career, when they can just get together and create just a sonic masterpiece, I think super incredible. Um, And so from that point forward, I gained a whole new appreciation for music and what it could actually do to someone and how that can change someone's life and what that can mean for someone. Um, And that, that was my turning point. And I mean, from there, my, you know, musical horizon has expanded exponentially. It's incredible. Like (laughs) Um, I did go through a period where I just listened to Pink Floyd, but um, you know, everything now from some mainstream stuff, like I don't know, Tame Impala or some more indie bands like King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, stupid name, awesome music. Uh, it's, it's expanded my, my horizons. And I think that's all anyone can ever do is just, I don't understand people that hate on someone or, uh, try to pick on someone for what they listen to because, you know, music, especially, um, along with all art is subjective, you know, and if, if one piece of artwork, if one piece of music makes you happy, um, then that's all that matters at the end of the day. And I don't think other people should be poking their noses into that. And I mean, all art is good art. Um, it just depends on, on, your life experience and how you see that and how you relate to that piece. So that's sort of my whole love for music. I remember going to see Roger Waters too, um, at the start of year nine. And I remember right before that concert, I got dark side of the moon on vinyl and that was the start of (laughs) quite a bad addiction. Um, I have a record collection now that I think is quite extensive. Um, (laughs) And expensive uh but i mean for me this is another reason why i started strawberry jam records was m- music especially on vinyl i think is a very special experience because music is a very natural thing um humans have made music and had that shared experience since you know thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago and for me music on vinyl is the closest representation of of that music we have in a physical form uh, other than seeing it live you know like streaming is great for convenience but it removes all that humanity from it it removes all that nature aspect from it and I mean I understand vinyl's full of oil and a whole bunch of different crap but you know you hold it you look at it you see it you see the grooves you see the time and the effort that has gone into that and I think that's something that's incredibly special and I think is under undervalued and underappreciated so that's sort of why I created Strawberry Jam Records too was (laughs) because i had always wanted to hold my own vinyl record I'd always wanted to sort of sit down and just have my own record sitting in front of me And I, you know, sort of had a bit of a Kiwi do-it-yourself attitude and thought I'd just make my own record label and do it myself. So that's sort of my experience with music and sort of how I've got to where I am now in my life with music. And I hope that that keeps expanding and keeps moving forward. So
2: I'm just thinking about how much the people at Relics and Distend must just (laughs) worship you.
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh, I love the people down at Relics. Uh, honestly i'm in there most weeks um uh, i would quite like to uh rack up all my receipts or even just go through my bank like account and see how much money i've spent there like over the past two years i've got a wee pile of relics um paper bags just down beside me
2: yeah
0: and they're like that thick Um, for those listening, it's like a solid three, three inches thick of just paper bags. So, yeah, no, Relics Relics is awesome, and yeah. they've got they've got an awesome selection of music down there too. They have everything and anything. So, highly recommend it if you haven't. And to be fair, you don't you don't even need a record player to be able to enjoy a vinyl record. Like you can look at the you know the piece of artwork that's on the front which i think now especially in the streaming age goes massively under recognized and under underappreciated because you know you see it on like a little centimeter by centimeter pixel on your screen you know you hold it and you can really imagine and and see and appreciate the amount of time that an artist has gone into uh expressing themselves uh on on the on the cover of that album and then even just looking at the record and holding it in your hands and just being able to see the grooves and see the, the time and the effort that that artist has put into their, you know, piece of musical work, I think's uh, a pretty, pretty special thing. So you don't need a record player to be able to enjoy vinyl records. So I do highly recommend you guys go down to relics and have a look around and, Honestly, even if you don't know a band, just pick something up. And if you like the look of the artwork, just take it home. Then have a listen to it on Spotify. If you don't like it, then, you know, that's your taste. Uh, but if you like the artwork, then you can at least hang it up. But exactly. I highly recommend you guys go down and, and at least have a look around. And, you know, worst case scenario, at the end of the day, if you don't like something, you're supporting a local business, which has been doing it recently. Support local businesses yeah yeah it's like 100%. a bookshop
2: to me it's like it's it's just like going there and seeing all the art and like you said like looking at the cds as well the art on the cds no idea who most of those people are but it's just so amazing looking at it and being like mm. they did that like
0: yeah. yeah yeah it's incredible
2: yeah yeah so cool we were going to have a song back, but Ryan, you, uh, you have talked a lot. No, it's, it's good.
0: talks too. <laughs> much. Um, no, it's
2: perfect. Um, it's so much better than having that awkward silence. It's like, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right now, mm-hmm.
2: but we do have about four or five minutes left. So, is there anything, any last kind of things you like to wrap up and say about, you know, anything? The floor is yours.
0: Um, one thing that I've noticed, um, when we play a gig is there is a lot of love and support in that room and in that environment. You know, especially once you finish a gig you finish a show, everyone is sort of in a state of euphoria and no one is upset. No one is down. Everyone enjoys each other's company and everyone's just happy. And there's a lot of love in that space. And I think right now uh, there's a lot of darkness in the world. There's a lot of darkness in our country and um, in Dunedin and in our own lives and our personal lives. And we just need, I think the love from that environment to just slowly spread across into our own lives and into our own environments and just sort of pass that on uh, um, and just cover everything like a nice warm blanket. And I think that love just needs to expand and take over and sort of shed some light onto everything else that's happening in the world. So I think that's important. I think mm-hmm. you know, if you're, honestly, if you're feeling a bit down, if you're feeling a bit sad, then going out to a gig and watching um, some local artists or even going to the art gallery and just sort of sitting mm-hmm. down and, and taking your mind off what's going on in your own life or in the world, I think is a pretty special thing. And I think we're lucky that we're able to do that here. So mm-hmm. definitely make the most of that opportunity and that experience and that um that area that we have in Dunedin. So yeah, just come to a show, experience that love, and just take it back to your own lives, and just spread it around the world, and spread it around Dunedin and the country, and just make everything a, a brighter, happier place to be.
1: Yo, escape to a better it. place.
2: Exactly. I don't know what you're on about about your life not being interesting. What is this?
0: Okay. <laughs> Yo, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> no, what? Anyway, so, no. just, just downplaying myself a wee bit.
2: <laughs> no, I appreciate
0: I that it, though. I appreciate that.
2: It's so inspiring. It's actually so interesting. Just like watching you talk with so much passion and like you can just clearly tell, I mean like people listening to this obviously can't see you, but you just have so much like emotion around it and it's just so inspiring <laughs> and like, motivating. It's just like cleansing, you know?
0: Oh, like, thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's sort of, that's a wee bit of my life and my, my experience around music. Um, And I hope that, uh, I mean, I don't want to sound over the top here, but I hope that some people take that on board and maybe that inspires them to give something a go, Um, whether that be pick up a uh, instrument, pick up a paintbrush, pick up a pencil, um, write, you know, draw, sing, play, just, creativity is the best form of medicine and the best form of uh, therapy i think yeah. so just take that away into your own lives mm. and hopefully that sh- shed some light into sort of what i do around town and what we're trying to do around town just sort of cultivate the music scene um definitely check out what's going around because there's some pretty pretty awesome stuff Shameless plug, but uh, Strawberry Jam Records on Instagram and www.strawberryjamrecords.org if you're interested in finding out more. And feel free to get in touch if you're just wanting a chat. Always down for a chat. Period. Shameless plug. Yes. Shameless plug. Sorry.
2: Shameless,
0: of <laughs> course.
2: And yeah, I just want to thank you once again for
0: coming and talking to us. Thank you for having me. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Dunedin Youth Council podcast. You can find all of our past episodes at or.org.nz and they're available to listen to at any time. Once again, they air every Monday at 4pm. So whether you're on a walk, on the bus or just board at home, we hope that we can bring just a little extra something into your life. Once again, thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you next week. Ka